boys um month eight pandemic how's it feel knowing that we've done this for eight months feels like we're just getting started <laughs> feels like we're about to run this thing back all over again like we did from the start not good not good below not good uh yeah um you know it's so funny yeah like we don't know what, how Didi's gonna start these episodes but like <laughs> no. earlier well i guess late last week i was just reminiscing about how uh a, a walk that my wife and i took uh before the baby was born before any of, of all that and we were i remember us talking about like what things would look like by the time she was born, which it was in early August. And we were probably, this was probably in like April. And like, we thought she'd be born into a normal world. And here we are in November and it's just getting worse and weirder. And oh man, it's, <laughs> I'm so tired of everything. <laughs> you know, I Honestly, didn't want to start. Good. This is our fear, right? Is that we knew with winter coming and less things happening that we were going to have to be inside. And it's literally as bad as it's ever been. And now we just know wintertime lockdown. Oh boy, get your puzzles ready, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to need to be going through a lot of those to come out on the other side of this thing. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't want to start the episode like this. I just was like, I can't not start it like this because that's all that was on my mind. Like every like I'm watching the news again, like I did eight months ago. It's like, I don't know what my governor is going to say next. I don't know what my mayor is going to say next. I don't know what the health people are going to say next. So it's like, I have to watch the news every night like I did in March. But guys, on a, I don't know, maybe this is going to be a depressing note. Depends on how you take it. But guys, what have you learned over the last eight months? Is there anything you've learned about yourselves, about your families, about society, about, I don't know, anything that you're taking away from this? This eight months. Wow. I, I have a positive that we can start with. Okay. Um, I love working from home. I mean, I, I absolutely <laughs> love it. And I think you know, for me and, and I think for a lot of other people out there, when things, God willing, do get back to normal, uh, it's going to be hard for people to go back to work. Like if, if, workplaces are saying you're going to have to be back in the office full time again, man, that's going to be a struggle for a lot of people. I know. I, I hope it doesn't happen to me because I love working from home. So that's one thing I learned. Yeah. Uh, amen to that brother. That's been a, a beautiful thing to realize over the last few months here. Um, I guess something that I realized is that people just generally, we knew people didn't care and that they weren't nice. And now that just reiterates it even more. So when you can't even see half of their face, you know, you know, the, the common courtesy has completely gone out the window <laughs> and, and that's a shame. And I hope it comes back, but just that general kindness that you would get from a, a random stranger walking on the street has just completely been eliminated uh, over the past, the, the course of the past eight months. Uh, the thing that I learned the most is that like, I thought I was paying too much for streaming services. I thought I had too many. I thought I was like, there's no reason you don't need to have all of Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, Peacock, Peacock, all these things. No, they they could charge me so much more. I need all of these things. 
And I am so happy to have all of these things. So shouts to the streaming worlds. Shouts to whoever is the first person that said we can stream television back in whatever year. Shouts to you. Because like, dude, that's what I've like learned the most is like entertainment is just we I, I die without it. Like I need I need something to watch on television. I don't care if it's good, bad, stupid, something I fall asleep to. I need it. Like yeah. shouts to Disney Plus. I, yeah. I need I need all of them. Like I in a way that I honestly was getting ready to like figure out how to ditch them before the pandemic happened. And now eight months in, I'm like, give me more. Who else is starting a streaming service? Is the brunch breakdown gonna start a streaming service? Let's do it. Like, <laughs> I'll pay for it. Let's go. <laughs> <sighs> I love that. Yeah. And one other thing that I've absolutely learned is that I was, you know, really trying to, you know, I have friends that are introverts and very much so. And I've always tried to understand that side of it. I've never been that person, but I've always tried to understand that side of it. Now I completely don't get it. I, there's no way I'm not on board with it. I can't, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm sorry. I can't do it. I don't understand your thought process that this is like life not just like a moment in time of life. This is life. So I- I'm sorry. I tried. No more sympathy. Like get your asses out when we get back to normal. <laughs> I love it. Well, welcome to the brunch breakdown. It's Didi out here in California. Chris and Dan are in Pennsylvania. And guys, by the way, uh, what level of lockdown are you guys in right now? Because we are like <laughs> on don't leave your house or you'll die. <laughs> That's what we're on. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, and PA and PA, I feel they I think they just said something today and they're just like, yeah, whatever. Like we can't really do anything. So I mean, yeah. I think they're try they're they're like strongly suggesting, but it's not actually on lockdown as far as I know. No, it's it's not. They used to have this yellow, green, red you know, uh, phase, uh, different areas that you could do for each, each County. And we were so we again, like I, when I reminisce and look back, like I think about how April, how I took red. So like, I was like, Oh, Oh my God, we're in red right now. And now we're like, what do these colors mean? Like, they don't mean, come on, what are you doing? Right. Um, we used to everybody's like, oh, good enough to get to yellow. Come on. <laughs> yeah. and, now, and now that's what they said. They're like, ah, we're not going to do the color thing anymore. <laughs> you know, we just don't know what to do they're just recommending that you wear a mask literally everywhere you go whether you're inside whether you're outside if you're with anybody other than people that live in your house you should be wearing a mask at all times because they know they can't like knock on people's doors and start enforcing that so it's basically don't go anywhere but if you do you better be masked up or you're going to be taken into custody yeah they yeah here it's it's just funny because i think they realize every everybody had colors i think they still use the colors in california stuff purple's like really bad or whatever but like i think they realize that like they can't really enforce it like police aren't going to come busting through your door because they think there are more than three families at your house so i think they all just were like screw it like do whatever you guys want we'll be in this forever but yeah anyways the brunch breakdown we have a great show for you guys today it's gonna be awesome um Now, that's what I call brunch is what we're calling this episode because this is volume one of us going through, and it should be a fun way of going through the now, the classic now albums and having a sweet music conversation, which I'm very, very excited about. We're also going to be trying to, we'll get to NHL jerseys, man. They look pretty sweet. Some look pretty awful. We're going to talk about that. And uh, if we have time, we'll get to the Ticketmaster COVID uh, experience that they've got going on. But, yo. Let's get it started with something that we all need. And uh, I don't need a mask for this at my house. Bruise day. Chris, get us started. With yeah, man. Well, 
It's a uh, it, it's a it's a juicy menu today. I would say we got some juicy topics. So I decided to go with the juicy ass IPA from Flying Monkey. Uh, I picked it up just because the art on the can was really cool, and uh, turns out it's quite delightful. So love it. Yeah, gonna give this one a shot today. Give us give us that first sip taste overview. Give us a little Steel City Dan, a little step into it. Take us on your tongue right now. I no, see, I can't do what you do, Dan. <laughs> I, I I don't know what notes it's giving me uh, or, or anything like that, but I like it. It okay. tastes it tastes great. Um, it's a six point five ABV, so a little a little bit on the lighter side for uh, an IPA, but nevertheless delightful and. Uh, yeah, we'll go with Juicy. We'll go with Juicy for, for the description. Okay. It's a start. I like it. I like it. I'm going to go second, mainly because I can't follow Dan. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was listening to the podcast last week, and I was like, I can't follow him. Like, I, it's like me coming on right after he does his whole thing. I can't follow him on Bruce Day. <laughs> yeah, because so. Dan, Dan tells you every single detail about it, and then me and Dieter are just like, I like it. Because I, <laughs> I like it. It's just, I like it. That's what it is. <laughs> So, all right. So, I got this over the weekend. It's a Coronado Brewing Company. Uh, weekend vibes. Weekend vibes. I grabbed it because it called my name. Grabbed it on Saturday. I was having wings, and I love eating wings and having an IPA. By the way, that's just like my thing. And um, I had it, and it's very good. Citrusy makes you feel like it's the weekend. So, big shouts to uh, Weekend Vibes Coronado Brewing Company here in California. That's what I got. I like See, it. Dee dropped the word citrusy, which put my description to shame. So nice work, Dee. We're building. Very, very nice work. We're building. We're getting there, gentlemen. Excellent work. Here's, Excellent here's work. Dan, Dan with the crescendo. Dan, what are you drinking? Now it's time for the headliner, right? Here we go. And speaking of crescendo, we're getting to the loud part here. Kapow. This is a kapow candy for my good friends at Grist House, uh, local Pittsburgh brewery, craft brewery. Kapow candy. Uh, one of their great sour series that they have they have a kaboom candy and a kapow candy uh and this is part of the kapow candy series uh this one features pineapple passion fruit and guava uh seven percent sour so in terms of a sour it's a little bit on that uh heavier end but you wouldn't know it when you drink it and it's blended super super well with all three of those fruits it's very tropical uh and there's a great balance of tart and sour. If you don't like overly sour beers or overly tart beers, this might be one uh, for you because they balance really, really well. So love the Kapow Candy series and this one in particular, the pineapple, passion fruit, and guava from my good friends at Grist House. So gentlemen, cheers. I'm a big fan of sours. Love them. So this is a, this is a, good, uh, a good sour one to have for a bruise day. And cheers, like boys. Cheers, boys. And Kapow uh, rhymes with now, so that works out very well. Oh, boom, boom. I love it. Well, Look at all this. Well, let's, well, since we have all this synergy going, let's get it into, get it off our chest. Chris, get us started. What's what's on your mind, sir? Yeah, okay. I had I, I had a music topic uh, on, on my mind for a couple of weeks, and, and since we're diving into now and all this music this week, it felt like... Uh, a good opportunity to to talk about this one. Um, just generally speaking, I I really get upset and kind of hate when bands 
trash their old stuff. How do you guys feel about that? Oh, I don't like that either. I'm yeah. with you. I yeah. don't like it either. That's cause... what God's aware that they are. And you don't, you can't just, whether you're sick of it or not, you can't, you can't publicly express it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I understand, um, because Jay-Z has big pimping, right? He talks about this a lot and it is a very explicit song and very explicit song. And he has family now, like he's got several kids and all this stuff and he doesn't like the song anymore but i'm like you can keep that to yourself like you don't have to play it live anymore i guess whatever but like Mm -hmm. keep it to yourself like you know that song reminds me of ninth grade of like high school like i love that song you know what i mean but i i I don't like when they do it either really ticks me off yeah so we're all on the same page um yeah i kind of think think the same way like as I understand that bands and artists evolve over time, if they're lucky enough to have a long career in the music industry, um, that's probably what should happen. Your, your, your music, your sound should change over time. But I really get bummed out and, and upset when I hear bands that I grew up loving, you know, trashing their old stuff and almost like, you know, making fun of it in public forums where the people that are watching, listening, and are interested in what you have to say probably fell in love with you because of that first album you put out or that second album or your first hit single. Um, this specifically came on my radar because a, a band from our city, Punchline, they were a pop punk band that uh, got pretty big when that scene was going in the early 2000s. Um, they had a live stream on Facebook of one of their sets and the guys from the band were you know, commenting along with the people that were watching on the Facebook page. And, and I wasn't watching, but a friend of mine from, from college, uh, Danny Doherty, I think, uh, Dan, I think you know him. Um, he, he's a big fan of Punchline too. And he pointed it out and he texted me out of the blue. He just said, I hate when he's, what this topic is. I hate when bands trash their old stuff. And then I dove in and saw that they were, you know, making fun of their early albums. And um, yeah, it just bums me out. So that's what I wanted to get off my chest is that, uh, you know, if, <laughs> If you ever, a lot of very famous artists listen to this podcast. So if you ever get, you know, so inclined to trash your old stuff, maybe keep it to yourself because a lot of us fell in love with you because of that music and uh, we may still love it. That's a good one. That's good. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Shouts to all the artists out there trashing your own stuff. Stop. Quit it. Please. Yeah. (laughs) Dan, get it off your chest. Uh, what I'm going to get off my chest is th- this week is uh, last week I had the opportunity. My fiance and I went on a little mini trip in a as safe as way as possible. We thought, where can we travel to by car uh, safely, do some safe outdoor things, maybe check out a few breweries and get the hell back home. Uh, so we had the opportunity. We tra- tra- uh, traveled down to uh, the great state of Virginia, not too far here from Pittsburgh, uh, traveled to Richmond and Norfolk cities that I haven't been to. And I tell you what, guys, I lived in the South for a brief period of time before I had a chance to live in North Carolina. And this just reiterates it for me that people in the South are so much nicer than anywhere else in the country. It's ridiculous. It's like a different world down there. Uh, whether we looked like tourists or not, depending on where we go, where we went, some people knew we were from out of town. Other people didn't. Just people working places, people on the street. I talked about earlier how common courtesy has kind of gone out the window, especially with people wearing masks and trying to stay away from people. 
that's true down there, but that common courtesy is still kind of, you know, it's still there. It's still there. People still hold doors for people. They still say hello. They still welcome you. Um, And the people in the South, again, I've always kind of felt this way. And it just reiterated it even more to me this past week traveling to Virginia. And it was just nice to kind of be after this weird eight month stretch where you don't really get to meet new people or go many places outside of your house to go to a couple of places safely and then still have that interaction with people and be like, hey, you're welcomed here. We want you here. We're all safe here. Nice to have you. Nice to meet you. So shouts to the people of Virginia and of the South overall. Um, Fantastic pimento cheese. I got to have my pimento cheese again, which above the Mason-Dixon line is just complete garbage. So don't even tell me you have it anywhere. Good. Uh, It's a known fact. So got to do that. Uh, Like I said, got to experience a couple of uh, breweries, which was nice. We could be outside. It was still relatively warm there. Um, We tried 35 beers in three days. It was wonderful. (laughs) 35 different beers. Uh, Not all full sizes. We didn't have 35 each anything like that. There is sharing going on, smaller glasses, flights, things like that. So it was wonderful to experience some new things in a safe way. Um, I highly recommend either of those cities. I'll definitely be going back there again uh, for all of that. So that was my week last week, boys. Some positivity, some positivity as things are getting worse, trying to be a little bit positive here. Wow. Good thing you and Shannon aren't getting married for like a long time because they're going to have to work off those lbs from all that beer, dude. yeah Jesus. it was like whoa we uh yeah we didn't do we didn't eat a lot we drank a lot um i mean the food was wonderful down there food's better in the south uh conversation's better in the south i'm not going to say beer is better in the south not there yet it did make me appreciate some of the breweries i've had the chance to experience right there um among others some really really great ones uh shouts to the answer is is one in particular that stuck out we had 12 different beers that they had on tap there it was it was wonderful um so yeah we have to we definitely have some work to do as we head into the holiday season work off those pounds before we put some more on (laughs) all right well guys here's what i gotta get off my get off my chest um lil nas x just put out this song called holiday right and uh, we'll talk about this later on and what we're listening to but the video he is this futuristic santa claus right the santa claus that is like just super blinged out the reindeer look like robots uh his sleigh looks like a car and it got me thinking in this year of 2020 where we're not gonna see santa claus that much like pretty much macy's canceled santa claus like all these malls they can't do santa claus they can't do the crowds all that stuff so we're not gonna see santa claus i think it's time to rework santa claus i think we need to change the look of him because he's had the same look forever i think it's time to change it up i think it's time for santa to go shopping and we get a new look for santa in this year and in 2021 comes out and it's like bam this next this new generation of children right now who are gonna be sitting on santa's lap now get a new looking santa you know what i mean like santa doesn't have to be fat he can be but he doesn't have to be he doesn't have to even wear red if he doesn't want to, but he needs a new look. It's too old, and Lil Nas X brought that to my mind. That like, wait, Santa needs to look different now. He just needs to, you know? Because it's like, you already have Santas in different malls that are different colors. That's fine. But they all don't have to be the same Santa. We need a new Santa look. That's why I got to get off my chest. 
Let me know if you agree, Brunch fam. But Santa have, needs a new look. Do you have a proposal for what some of the new Santa styles or style elements might be? I think it needs to be a little bit more slim fit, you know? <laughs> okay. I think I think it needs just to be a little more tailored, you know? I, that's all. It's like he wears the bulky clothes. He wears, like, hammer pants. Like, it's we don't need that, you know? Maybe he doesn't want to wear big, thick black boots, you know what I mean? Maybe he doesn't want to do that. I mean, he wants to wear dress shoes. Maybe he wants to wear tennis shoes, you know? We wear tennis shoes now everywhere, you know? We don't wear big black boots everywhere. So I think it's just – it's. I don't have an exact way, but I just think – there needs to be some changes in Santa, and we have a year to reset Santa Claus. We have a year. We can do it. <laughs> the the way you describe Santa's baggy clothes makes it sound like he's probably still listening to the now volume one. Um, but so if Santa is slim fit, then we're probably not leaving cookies and milk for him, are we? Oh, see? Another thing. At Chris Gates' house, he could leave protein bars. <laughs> Like, <laughs> okay, you know, like, I, you know, I don't know what, but you know, you can still enjoy those things. But I think, you know, it, uh, I, I just think we care about fitness so much now, you know what I mean? And I think Santa doesn't have to be, you know, overweight. Santa can be a little bit more fit. Mm. He can be, you know, hawked out. He should doesn't set a better be example for the children is what he should do. It, Another reason why it's time to reset Santa. We've got a year, guys. I didn't know I was in on this, but the more I'm talking, the more I'm in on it. Let's go. I'll write the dieting guide ebook for Santa, and then we'll just get rolling. Let's let's make it happen. Let's I, go. I I literally could not hate this anymore than I do right now. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I tried. You know, playing it through my mind. Nothing. Nothing sticking there. No. Give me fat. Give me old. Give me the beard. Give me the red. Give me the boots. Let's go. I don't need Santa coming in trying to steal my haircut. I don't need that. I don't need that. See, you're just jealous now. You're like, wait, I can't. I have to get rid of my haircut if Santa takes my haircut. So I Santa- had two. I had two men compliment me on me on my haircut in Virginia for no reason out of nowhere. It was wonderful. I don't need Santa coming and stealing this style, and I got to try to change this thing up again. Yeah, if if Santa takes your style, then does that mean you have to go the old Santa route and just get like really fat? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll take his back. I'll show him. Dan will just keep drinking 36 beers a weekend. Right. <laughs> hey, I will slide down any chimney if every if anybody's leaving me cookies and beer, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> oh, a flight. Wonderful. <laughs> Extra gifts. <laughs> Uh, I gotta say, um, a new Santa Claus coming down your chimney, but he wants he wants IPAs at the table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for it. Now you got me in. <laughs> See, we're workshopping this. We'll get we'll get back to this, and we'll we'll figure out a plan for how we can rework Santa. But you know, I wanted to get the conversation started because not enough has been said about how we have a year to reset this stuff. So, shouts to Santa, but. It's time for new. Time for new. <laughs> well, boys, let's get into something that we've been talking about for a while behind the scenes. But now we're giving it to the people here in the main course. Now, that's what I call brunch volume one. Whose idea was this, by the way? I can't remember. Do we remember? I can't remember either. We, we were talking 
post episode one time about I don't know how it I don't remember how it came up, honestly. Yeah, I don't remember either. Yeah. Well, we're going to go through the uh, now albums, the classic now albums. We're not going to do all one million of them right now. We've cut these up into segments. Dan, you want to tell us how we're going to go through these now albums so everybody knows how it's going to go down? Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, we would be here forever if we broke down each one of these items, these (laughs) albums individually. And frankly, we don't have the time for it. Neither do you. So we try to be fair uh, and do it in a way where we're going to clump these things together in groups uh, based on uh, time periods. Okay, and we're going to do four separate time periods to break those things up evenly we'll pick our favorites out of each of those four time periods and we'll have a final four and we'll ultimately pick the best now album of all time so we're going to start uh today uh first now volume one came out in 1998 so we're going to start with 1998 through 2004 peak peak time for music there are 17 total albums there um and then in the following episode We'll get to 2005 through 2009 and go on uh, from there until we move our way all the way up into current day. So 17 amazing albums to go through here uh, today to try to figure out which one of those, which one of those is the best. And gentlemen, this was a tedious, tedious task, if I do say so myself. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of music. It's a lot of good music. Yes. So how are we going to get started? Get our first one. So are we, yeah, are we just going to go, are we going to review each one or like, what are we going to do? What do you guys, what do you guys think? I have a couple notes on, on almost all of them. And then I have my, what I'll call my top three. Okay. Well, the, I'll say the first one, the very first now. Now that's what I call music, volume one in the U.S., by the way, um, is pretty great. I haven't heard a lot of those songs in a really, really long time. It's not my it's not my favorite. That's not my pick for the, the one that, you know, I'm going to be fighting for. But no, that album is like really, really good. Like the cool thing about doing this was just some of the songs that not necessarily forgot about. I don't think forgot about is the right word or just, just haven't heard in a really long time. And it just yeah. felt good. To like listen to, you know, to throw some Janet Jackson on and be like, whoa, ah, this is good. Yeah, volume one is very strong, but I think more so the first half of it is super strong. The back half is a little weak. I, I don't need so much of, you know, some of these. There we go. Once you get past Mbop there at number nine, you start to dip. But look at that beginning. Backstreet Boys, Janet Jackson. Way by Fastball, what an amazing song. Flagpole Sitta, Harvey Danger, amazing song. Spice Girls, Casey and JoJo, like, this is a very, very strong now one. They came out swinging, for sure. Yeah, I- I'm with you guys. When <laughs> when we set this this daunting task up of reviewing this much music, um, I-, I, was, I was honestly a little bit scared. But then when I looked at and started listening to now one, I, I mean, I was into it immediately. The, um, the first now really set the bar high. And I think it's like of the, of the ones we're reviewing in this episode, it is certainly near the top. Yeah. In my book, it, it, I like, like Didi said, it's not going to be the one that I pick, but I think it's, 
it's solidly uh, near the top. And um, don't sleep on Sex and Candy, man. That song was fantastic. And I was song creeped me out. I was super nervous to listen to that song when my parents were around when I was a little kid. So yeah. great memories. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Casey and Jojo. They you just forget. You know, it's like for not forget. You just haven't listened. I haven't listened to Casey and Jojo in forever. Yeah. That's the, that was honestly the best part about this was all of the R and B groups that I like just haven't listened to. Mm-hmm. Jagged Edge got a lot of play last night. Like just <laughs> in my head, I was like washing bottles last night and friggin' I'm just playing lots of Jagged Edge because of now. So, yeah, Casey and Jojo uh, made quite a few appearances on these now albums, too, which was like it actually surprised me. I didn't like some of the songs. I, I don't know. Maybe I heard them back in the day, but I I when I listened to them again uh, this week, I it seemed like it was the first time I had ever heard some of the, these songs that they had. So, cause everybody knows all my life by Casey and Jojo. That was everybody's middle school slow dance. I had a crush on a girl in fifth grade song, you know? Um, but they had some sleepers. Dude, not even sleepers. Casey and Jojo were, that was huge. They were huge at a time. Are they still alive? I hope so. Hope everybody's good. Hope Casey and Jojo were still good. <laughs> you know, I have no idea. We'll have to look back on that at another brunch breakdown. But yeah, I love this now. I do love now one. But uh, should we go to our favorites? Let's what go to our go favorites. To? Yeah. All right. So my there, I have some favorites, but here now seven. Okay. Now seven mm. is quite possibly my favorite to listen to, but not my favorite for the top i really like now seven i'm trying to pull up the track list right now crap can't pull it up this yeah, is great i got great it. production you got it is that it oh yeah there we go listen to the playlist for now seven if you're not watching on youtube survivor destiny's child you've got jennifer lopez you've got 3lw you've got britney spears s club seven S, don't forget the gods, S Club 7. Amazing. You got, this, you got this, I promise. You got the Fiesta remix, Get Right With Me by Nelly. Mandy Moore's in my pocket. All for you. We got more Janet Jackson. Like, this one is, you could play this Now album at, like, your New Year's Eve party. And everybody's good. <laughs> yeah, you could. Like, I'm dead serious. Like, you could play this and people would be, like, losing their mind. Danger by Mysticals on this? City Highs on this? It was tough. Not to pick this as my number one, but this was definitely a number two for me was uh, was now seven was definitely my number two. But number one, my favorite was now 14 uh, because Beyonce's Crazy in Love is on there. Justin Timberlake, Senorita is on there. And there's a couple time and place records that I feel like, you know, the young ones, they don't really know about these things. Like, like you have uh, Lumi D is on there. Uh oh. That is a jam. And I feel like anybody who was around at that time in that summer, they remember that song. But like, you don't know that song outside of that summer. So there's a time and place thing. And like Chingy's right there. You know what I mean? What the hook going to be? Murphy Lee. That's another time and place kind of thing. Because like, who knows where Murphy Lee is now? No one knows. But the St. Lunatics were a thing. Nelly had a group. They're called the St. Lunatics. What the hook going to be was Murphy Lee's single. It is a great song. Stacy's mom is on there. I mean, from top to bottom, Nickelback is on there too, you know? 
And as much as you want to say you hate Nickelback, they're there. And the thing that topped this off for me, though, right? Liz Fair, why can't I? Because why can't I breathe? Why can't I breathe? That, <laughs> guys. That's what topped it off. That's what topped it off for me. <laughs> I'm listening to this and I'm just like, oh my God. I That song is in... Because I am a fan of lots of like romantic comedy, coming of age, high school movies, things like that. That song's in all of them. It's in every single one of them. Everyone. And when that comes on, it's like, okay, that's it. Brunch. Uh, not brunch. Now 14. Is, <laughs> <laughs> now 14. That's my number one pick, guys. That's my number one. You go down that list. It's, I mean, you can't mess with that. No, yeah, I mean, you're right. That That is the the, uh, the both of them that you walked through, 7 and 14, um, are solid. But yeah, 14 is very solid. I can't. I can't argue with anything on there. And uh, just it heartens me to see some of the pop punk bands on these now albums. Like the Ataris are on now 14. Yeah. Shout yeah. out, man. Big time mm-hmm. shouts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Baby Bash and Frankie J. Sugar Sugar. I mean, come on. Like it's 14 is stellar. 14 is good. 14 is good. Uh, I do not have 14 as one of my as my favorite or my runner-up so we're gonna have a good debate here uh and it'll be interesting to see how this pans out uh what i'll say as my uh runner-up i think is i did have volume one on here but we won't use that since we went through that so i'm gonna go with uh volume three as my runner-up as my notable favorite uh or uh, notable entry that's not the uh, the winner for me there are some absolute jams on now volume three um starting off with all-star by smash mouth uh american woman lenny kravitz we we get blink 182 i think this is the first uh appearance from blink 182 on a now track list and they're up there uh bylamos enrique uh britney's on here backstreet boys are in here this is peak time for all of these bands right we're getting hits we're not getting some of that late garbage slow songs from these boy bands that we don't need, that we don't need um, in the best music of this time. Uh, there we go. Casey and Jojo. Uh, Fat Boy Slim. We get Nookie from Limp Biscuit. Uh, there is just hit after hit after hit on here. 98 Degrees. Out of My Head by Fastball. Don't forget that one, too. I mean, Volume 3 came in strong. Okay, volume three came in really, really strong. Um, but my favorite has to be the follow-up, volume four. Volume four, I think, is the best version of now uh, that there is for a number of reasons. If you're watching, take a look at what's in front of you. <laughs> what did I tell you about those boy band hits? Look at the masterpiece in front of you right look now. At that. Larger than life, Backstreet Boys. You get Mark Anthony, Blue Daba D by Eiffel sixty five. Who doesn't freaking know that jam? Hey, I wrote down in my notes that Blue, while it is a rather annoying song, everybody, not in the country, across the globe was singing that song. Like yes. that, that song was a global thing, and it deserves the credit that it deserves. Time and place. That's yeah. real big on these now lists. The the time and place thing there it's like no one's playing that in your car for your kids 20 years later but just that yeah, something about that exactly 
Exactly. Uh, you Drive Me Crazy by Britney Spears. One of her best, uh, without a doubt. We get Savage Garden. I love Savage Garden. I knew I loved you, Savage Garden. Um, Meet Virginia by Train. Come on. Come on. We all love train tracks on Sirius XM. My boy Pat Monahan's rocking it. Everybody knows Meet Virginia. Fans of the Chris and Dad podcast will know that that was usually Beat Virginia, uh, which was used there <laughs> a while too. Um, again, there's Smash Mouth. We get Blink-182 again. Hit after hit after hit. There is one track on here. One that makes this a near perfect album. That's not a perfect album. And I know some people won't agree with me on this, but I try by me tra- by I almost said Tracy McGrady. <laughs> <laughs> a version I want to hear, by the way. I, I want to hear Tracy Let's McGrady. Get Make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> no, At Tracy McGrady, we want to hear you sing um, I Try by Macy Gray. <laughs> I try by Macy Gray is an absolutely horrendous song. And it just it's the worst thing on this album by far, but it's not enough to bring it down to anything but the best that there is. Uh, so now volume four is the one for me. Yeah. I, volume four is good. It even has like a Hanson deep cut on it. Yes, exactly. Like I feel like as I was reviewing these, there were a number of Hanson songs and obviously Mbop was one of them, but like I, I think Mbop made Hanson kind of a joke, but they actually had some follow-up songs that were really good. Yes, exactly. Uh, Candy by Mandy Moore. I forgot how freaking great that song is. Right. I, I need more Mandy Moore music in my life. I mm-hmm. really, um, man, there's just, these are just amazing. These are uh, try again by Aaliyah. Holy hell. Don't get me started. Volume four. Give it to me. Volume four. It's good. That's like good. It. Um, well, you guys already mentioned some of my honorable mentions, uh, some of my runner ups. So I will just go into my pick, um, which is so Didi, you picked number seven. I picked 14. Or you picked 14. seven was one of my fa- seven was my second favorite. I was going back and forth basically until we started recording. But which yeah. one I was going to go with. Gotcha. Okay, so I had seven as my number three. I had one as my number two. These numbers are confusing me. And then I had five as my number Ooh. one. Um, so I just put that up again. If you're if you're watching, we got the track list in front of you. But um, like one of InSync's classics kicks it off. Um, Ninety eight degrees is on there with. Uh, a song that like, you know, we need to give 98 degrees some respect. I think they were a boy band that were like third, fourth tier. Um, and uh, they didn't get, they didn't get the respect that they deserve. They had some bangers. They had some fire songs, 98 degrees. Um, yeah, they always had the fourth best song out of every group that was out. Mm-hmm. Like that. <laughs> uh, they, uh, Una Noche is on this one, boy. That's the one right there though. Ooh. Uh, this this one reminded me that Jessica Simpson, like while she, while her career ended as kind of a joke, she actually had some pipes like she could sing and she had a good song on there. Although I will say I saw her in concert when I was uh, uh, in like middle school and she was terrible. But that's not part of <laughs> that's not part of this discussion. Uh, Mysticals on there again. Aaron Carter. Uh, do you guys remember him? And he had so. Oh, yeah. Aaron's party, which is tremendous. His music videos were tremendous as a kid. And uh, we have to shout out his song with Shaq, even though it's not on this this playlist. Uh, Mandy Moore on here again. I'm with you, Dan. Mandy Moore. um, 
I actually, in listening back to these now albums, got a little bit angry that she chose acting instead of singing because her music was tremendous. Yes. Um, what else do I want to say about now number five? Um, Cisco's on there. I great. thought that would have drawn Didi in. There's some great radio rock on this album. For sure. There's some really good radio rock. Um, as much as we don't necessarily love these songs, but like Kryptonite by Three Doors Down, uh, Wonderful by Everclear, Absolutely by Nine Days. There's just some solid, solid radio rock in the back half of this album. Yeah, absolutely. With one that, that's, I mean, one of the catchiest radio rock choruses yes. of all time. I, I will still to this day find myself randomly singing that song sometimes. <laughs> Now this five is a there. story of a girl. Now five is very strong. This is this is very strong. I had this written down um, when I was like just going through notes and like putting things in my phone when I heard something. Now five is is very good because I mean you've got jumping jumping on here. Yeah, like like that's there's yeah. I mean yeah there's some really good. And Cisco's incomplete is what uh, fun fact incomplete has sold more records than Thong Song. What? From a Cisco fan, just letting you know. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Would not I don't know what that. it's okay. So here's the thing. I don't know what it's done over time. I'm sure Thong Song has sold more than it now, but in that time period, he sold more with Incomplete than he did with Thong Song. It was like one of those fun facts with Cisco. It was like Incomplete sold a ton of records. That's impressive. Yeah. There's um, your Cisco fun fact of the day by me. We should have one of those every episode. <laughs> okay, so then our well, what are our, our final picks? Are fourteen five and Dan, yours was four. All right. Well, I mean, we the, here's where the debate begins, and and we got to start, you know, because we have to land on one, right? We have to land yeah. on one of them. Yeah. Uh, luckily, it seems like we all like each other's picks, so that's a good I do. start. I do, and I'm happy that I do, but here's the reason why four can't be it, okay? Four can't be it because it's got a Hanson deep cut, trash. It's got a Montel Jordan deep cut, and you know there's only one Montel Jordan song. <laughs> Sorry, guys. There's one. There's one Montel Jordan song. Like, that's it. And that's This is how we do it. There's a Montel Jordan song on there. And Trains Meet Virginia, okay? It's... I like you Train. You love that song. I like Train. I do like Train. I like Train a lot, but Meet Virginia, not going in, not not one of my faves, not one of my faves. That's why four can't be it because Hanson and Montel deep cuts and then Train's okay song, Meet Virginia, gotta go. What if it was Drops of Jupiter? Would this be a different discussion? Hold, I mean, I would probably. I mean, it'd be hard not to pick four. (laughs) (laughs) Just just being honest, it'd be hard not to pick four. Drops of Jupiter is, I mean. Come on, like. Um, those are fair. I also don't like that it's Lenny Kravitz's. Like, it's not his. Not my favorite Lenny Kravitz song, but Lenny Kravitz. Man, this reminded me how big of like an icon Lenny Kravitz was. He was on this a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So fourteen and five are your guys's. 14 mm. and 5. Do you want me to bring those back up? Would that be helpful? Might be. All right. So. Hmm. 
five as compared to 14. I mean, hmm. like, I feel like we need to take like a top three songs off of these two and then pit them head to head and like wit of the top three, like which are stronger or like do something like that. You know what I mean? Boy, this is tough. Um, I feel like having one of Destiny's Child's earliest songs it was jumping jumping when they were a four piece. Oh yeah, that was early. That was like that was like second. I I I want to say that was like second single, like because mm-hmm. no 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 was the the first one, and then I think jumping jumping was right after that. And they had Bills in there too, right? That was one of them. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's got to be in sync. It's gonna be me. That's a, that's a heavy hitter Huge. for sure. Yeah. Uh Britney Spears Lucky is a heavy hitter. Are those the three biggest, do you think? I mean, uh, there's some interesting stuff on here though. Cause it's like Bon Jovi's It's My Life's on there. That song was huge. It, no, it's huge. I mean, it's it's huge. Like that song is huge. You know what I mean? Like, doesn't really matter. Janet Jackson's on there. That was on like the something a Doctor Doolittle or Nutty Professor soundtrack. One of those two, <laughs> something like that. But uh, yeah, like that song's great. Case of My Ex by Maya is like one of my favorite songs of all time. Like five is <sighs> okay. Let's pull, let's pull. Let's pull fourteen. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, man. Like it's it's tough. It's it's a tough one. I feel like if there's any reason why we can't move 14 on and it's because <laughs> there's like a bad R Kelly song on here. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Like <laughs> and that happened on a lot of these now albums. There was like a random R. Kelly song that yeah. had no business being there. That's what I yeah. think the thing is, is that there are more bad songs on 14 than five. There also might be more <sighs> Nickelback. I can't do it. That's tough. That's that one's not good. I also, again, what I talked about is the, the the boy band era. We're in the heart of it here because once we move on to the next time period, it's going to be a, a big shift. We're in singles territory here for Justin Timberlake with Senorita is an amazing song. Yeah, we have no Backstreet Boys. We have no NSYNC on here, and that's that's hard for me. I, I will I will give this one some love though for like Good Charlotte, Fountains of Wayne, the yeah. Ataris. I love I love that they're on here. Another thing that I like about this one when going through these now albums is like how bad they fall off after like song 10. The majority of them. Right. It's like song 10, 11 hits. And then all of a sudden you're like, what is happening? Like you guys could have ended the album. Like you guys didn't have to put 19 on here. A a lot of them are front heavy that way. Absolutely. But this one has some solid gems at the end. Boys of Summer, Stacy's Mom, Why Can't I? You know, no, it's got Nickelback in the end, but Nickelback is a big deal. I, I don't know. think you like that Liz Fair song. So oh, my God. <laughs> guys, guys, why can't I? Liz Fair, come on. Come on. Well, um, have either of you changed your mind? Because I think I know 
since mine's been eliminated, I think I know which one I lean towards, but I'm curious, is this like a, an office, uh, what episode of the office was that where they're discussing Hillary Swank or whether she's hot or not? People get entrenched <laughs> in their own, <laughs> their own opinion from the beginning and they never change their mind. Yeah. And Kevin just goes back and forth like five times. Right. Right. <laughs> I, um, I'm going to be honest. I'm going five. You're going I'm, five. I'm take mine's mine's gone. I it's it's five. Like after looking at that, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know. Five is yeah. Five's it. I'm I'm gonna go five as well. Yeah, it didn't. Uh, uh, Chris is like going fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kevin, get over here. Guess what, guys? Actually, while you were talking, I looked up number seventeen, and we're gonna change it. No, yeah, five. Obviously, five. Yeah, five. Yeah, strong. It, it's five. Yeah, because I just looking at my just looking at the list, man. I just. I think I got I think what got me with 14 was that like the highs on 14 are as high as they get because mm-hmm. there's like that it's Chingy's career records on there like Beyonce's crazy in love is still crazy yeah. so Senorita is I mean there aren't there probably aren't three Justin Timberlake songs better than Senorita like I the highs got me and the Lumi D thing got me too um yeah but uh yeah it's five it's a better so now now volume five is the first to advance in our now uh, bracket series. Um, you know, it's it's going to have a, a, a heavy a heavy task ahead of it. Uh, we've got a Thanksgiving episode next week. So in two weeks' time, we will pick this back up. We will be doing the nows from 2005 to 2009. There are 15 albums over that period. Some strong, strong contenders in there. So... Uh, follow up. Let us know what you think. Let us know what your favorite is in those first 17 now albums from 1998 to 2004. We laid them out for you here, but the brunch breakdown now, what I call, what is it now? That's what I call brunch. It's volume five moving on to the next round. I love it. Gosh, that was, that was good guys. I'm happy we're doing this. In 2005 to 2009, like that, that was high school to college for for all of us and i just remember that like music started to shift you know like things things changed in that period so the music that we just looked at yes compared to what we're looking at next episode dan like you said it's going to be it's going to clearly be a different era it's going to be very different era and i think it's honestly for us going to be the most difficult because of the reason you said because of that time frame yeah i really think it is because dd you mentioned the first half of those albums of one through 17 were all strong once you get to track like 10 they dropped off. I don't know if we're going to have that in 05 to 09. There's going to be some some deep, deep albums in there. I'm, I'm excited and nervous. <laughs> I am very excited as well. So keep it locked. Now that's what I call brunch. Volume two will be in a couple weeks after uh, after Thanksgiving. All right. Well, guys, uh, there's something we've been talking about in the brunch breakdown text for like, I feel like a couple weeks now is uh slowly but surely the nhl has been rolling out these uh the the retro what do they call them retro reverse which is just like yeah long way to just say we got new uniforms guys we're gonna put them on (laughs) reverse retro reverse retro um which is essentially like these uniforms that kind of mirror what they wore in the past but they reversed a lot of the style elements so um dd like you said at the start of the episode like some of them pretty cool looking some of them uh, i don't know yeah i don't know can we start with the mighty ducks please yeah because talk about doing too much like oh the mighty ducks 
doing too much All Stars there. I don't know what is happening on the front. I just think there's too much. Like, I don't think I need to do all that. Didn't need to do all that. There's just too much going on. Makes it just look like something you'd never want to put on. I love this jersey. It's one of my favorite three. <laughs> Honestly, I I love how unique it is. Um, how it's featuring the, the the old team mascot. We're actually getting the Mighty Ducks back uh, versus what the Ducks have kind of evolved and and become once they had to drop that uh, nickname and start to use utilize that logo a little bit more. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it looks. It's going to look weird on the ice with the team wearing it. They chose perfect models of what you would be wearing. These are specifically for a demographic of kids that want to wear cool jerseys. This is the Oregon Ducks of the NFL right here, (laughs) what they're trying to do and do something completely out of the box, which credit to them, they don't do a whole lot of. So this is cool on the street. This is cool for uh, 90s bar crawls. It's not going to look good on the ice, but I love it. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, I had it as one of my favorites, too, just because it was outside of the box. I don't love how, like, the lettering and the numbering looks, but mm-hmm. just, like, the logo. And if you're not watching, if you're listening, it's it's <clears throat> like a cartoon duck, I don't know, busting out of, like, a frozen pond or something like that, holding a hockey stick. And he just was, like, super jacked. Like, it looks, I, I think it looks cool. I would have, I, <clears throat> if I could choose, I would have them do... Uh, the the old logo that they had because I love those uniforms, but like I thought this was a cool spin on it. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, yeah. I, I get why you like it. I just think they did just I don't know too much because this looks like it's like the Mighty Ducks cartoon thing. Yeah, and I am yeah. I, I, I'm just, I think there's a lot going on there. A lot there going a lot. on. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, scrolling down on this, uh, one of my favorites is in the second photo, and it is uh, the take on the Hartford Whalers, but for the Carolina Hurricanes. Carolina Hurricanes moved from, uh, they were a relocated franchise, used to be in Hartford, and I think anything with the old Hartford Whalers logo on it is just, I mean, about as good as you can get. So that's, uh, that's one of my favorites as well. Yeah, this is a it's a decent second grouping here. Uh, none I'd put in my top three, but if I had to pick one from this group, I'd yeah, I'd go with the Hartford Whalers just to that nod of Hartford. That's cool. I think Buffalo's actually turned out a lot nicer than I expected. So yeah, eh, I thought they phoned it in the Whalers thing. Just I, I'm serious. I feel like they phoned. I feel like this was so easy. This was just like all right. Here's this is what we're gonna do. I don't know. I you know. Everyone's doing a lot of a lot of these are doing daring things. There's anything I like about the Mighty Ducks one is like they at least try something. There's a lot of this like looks like there's a lot of people trying. And I feel like the Whalers thing was kind of like. I don't know. Just uh, me. One thing to point out that like the Chicago Blackhawks one that you could tell they're going to be changing their logo because they did as everything they could do to hide the actual <laughs> logo. Oh, yeah. And like all of the photos. So, yeah, right. That logo was going away. <laughs> Here's a here's a third grouping. Um, it's, well, another one of these that's in my top group is Colorado, another franchise that relocated from a different city. They were originally in Quebec City, the Quebec Nordiques. The Colorado Avalanche are going to be doing like a take on the Nordiques old uniform, but in their colors. And I thought that one was really cool too. That's my favorite jersey. Period. Out of all of these. Um, that they have that nod to the Quebec Nordiques, um, the way they have the fleur de lis in the bottom, and it's all the c- 
current Colorado Avalanche colors with the maroon. I think it looks fantastic. That's definitely my favorite. Yeah. The, uh, the Fleur de Lis at the bottom. That's, that's just really cool. I, I some of these are going to look interesting on the ice. Right. I will say, I don't know what they're going to look like on the ice, but I think the NHL did something they never really do. And they kind of did something that's catered towards the fans. And this is actually with all these jerseys. This is, I think it's cool that they did something that's like, these are like streetwear. Like you're supposed mm-hmm. to wear these somewhere as a fan. You're not supposed to just, you know, wear these to the game or whatever. You're not supposed to have any nice. Like these just look like they made, they made like streetwear and you know, I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Next set here, Detroit, Edmonton, Florida. Uh, Detroit is one of my least favorites. I think it's boring as hell. Yep. There's like nothing happening. No. Yeah, that is my least favorite. I know they don't have a lot of colors and things to work with, and they try to be traditional as one of the original six, but come on. This is not good. They made a sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's literally it. That's all. You know what I mean? Like, that's all it is. Like, they made a sweatshirt with the with the Wings logo on. Don't spend all your money on this. Like you can literally just go buy a Detroit Red Wings sweatshirt <laughs> for like, you know, a third of the price. Yeah. Uh, Didi, I want your take on this next group uh, because your LA Kings are here. Oh yeah. I love it. I love it. One thing I do love um, uh, about Pittsburgh and that is unique to Pittsburgh is that, you know, teams, don't, all the teams have the same colors and anytime they do that here and there's rumors that um cuz i know the lakers are bringing back the blue jerseys and they've done some things with stripes like the dodgers before i think it'll be cool that like in staple center for you know a night or two there will the, the teams will have the same colors i think it'll be fun um at least the lakers and kings the the ones that matter the clippers don't matter um but yeah i think it'll be cool and i think these look these look pretty sweet so you know wondering that you know i wish they would just adopt it you know, and stay the say stay this way forever. Just be purple and gold. Yeah, the purple and gold it's great. That's also definitely one of my favorites. I think a lot there's a lot of hype around that one and it's it's gonna be a popular one for sure. Yeah, it's fun. Especially this year with the Lakers back and winning championships. It's like, you know, it just seems this is gonna be a big this is gonna be a big deal. And I just, I love them. I think they look great. I also am kind of partial to the one in the middle, uh the Minnesota Wild kind of taking a cue from the Minnesota North stars who had previously been there because I think of the normal jerseys, the Minnesota wilds are the worst in the NHL. They're like skating Christmas trees. It's, they look ridiculous. So I thought that that, uh, that was cool. I think they should just adopt that kind of like the Kings and just go with it full time. Yeah. Um, anything here, Nashville, Jersey Islanders. Islanders, thank you for not getting the email that you guys were making jerseys this year. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> right. They're just, just missed, they completely missed the here. email. They full missed the email. Like their squad, Where's their that team. old logo with the, the, the Islander like goaltender? You remember that one? Where yeah, it, has with the, the, it says Islanders on it with the, yeah. the old gray beard guy. Where is that? That's what I want here. They missed the email. That's all. <laughs> that, that's like, <laughs> they missed it. They, they, they missed it quarantine it's been tough on a lot of people um new york was on lockdown and they just couldn't get to the office i, I, I don't know Definitely. um that's it because yeah. this is embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> uh rangers ottawa philly um anything here 
Philadelphia, Nothing. another one. I think I think the yeah, la- missed the email. I think the Rangers got lazy here too that they refused to have a jersey other than blue because this isn't super different from when they had that logo years ago. The jersey should be red. I know they're the blue shirts, but look what the Canadians did. They completely they went with the reverse. There's supposed to be a reverse in here. This isn't just retro. So I thought that was kind of lazy on their part. That's fair. Yeah. And I'm with Ugly you, logo. Philly basically just like they're like, hey, well, we'll just wear the same thing. Yeah, they got, they got the logo late. Like the Islanders completely missed the, the the Islanders completely missed the email. The Flyers, they got the email late while they were like making and the sleeve. They like, yeah, they did the sleeve thing. They're like, I think this is enough. They just sewed two jerseys together and they're like, that works, right? Right. They just, <laughs> yeah. That's it. Like, this is like peak um, assignments due at 6 a.m. And we started at 530. <laughs> yeah, that is. Um, all right, boys. I hate to say it, but me and Dan's home team here in Pittsburgh, I think might be the worst of all of these. Wow. I wasn't expecting that. I think it might be the worst. Is this just because you're mad? That's what this is, right? You're just mad. Because I don't see, because I like these. I like these a lot. But are you just mad that it's not black? Yes. Pretty much. Okay. That's what I'm mad about. If it was black, I'd be. That's what we've been hoping for for so long here, and I don't know. It just feels empty. The white. I'm. I'm. I'm guess I'm glad to see it, but it just doesn't feel. It feels like a like a ripoff. Yeah, I, I would have rather the pens done like. Remember when they had the they redid the penguin logo where it just came down to like a V at the bottom of it. Um, a lot of people call it the pigeon logo. I would have rather them taken one of those jerseys and reversed it. So like the white one with that logo on it, like make that a black jersey and make the Mm -hmm. logo white or something. I would have rather had that than taking like uh, my personal favorite jersey and reversing it. So yeah, it is kind of personal. It's personal for me, Didi. It's personal. That's how it feels because a lot of people don't like this. Like, I, I mean, you know, everyone from home hates this jersey. And I'm like, I mean... I understand what we wanted, but I feel like we're going to end up getting that. I feel like this says to me, we're going to get what we wanted. We just got to wait a little bit more time. Yeah. Because once you do this, okay, the next thing you have to do is just make it black. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm here for it, but I get why I get them. I get, the, I get being mad. Here's our last two groups. Um, does I, I I'll, Throw it to you guys in a second. I just want to say it's hilarious to me that Vegas has a retro jersey. Because <laughs> they've been right. around for two years. I guess they, yeah, What the, in the note here, it says it's paying homage to a, a, a pro hockey franchise that preceded them. And I honestly, the, when I first scrolled through this and I saw that, I'm like, who is that? <laughs> no <laughs> clue team that is. I have no clue what team that is. So thankfully they're in they're in order here. Uh, there's some, I think the top three are fine. Tampa Bay is a little lazy. Um, Toronto went ultra throwback. I, I typically don't like gradient in jerseys, but with the Canucks there, I kind of dig it. I don't know. Again, that might be one of those things where it looks good on the street on a model, but on the ice, it's going to look stupid. Um, and I do, I like most of these here. I like the jets and as much as I hate the Washington capitals, I really like that Jersey. 
Yeah, in this group, the Capitals, that's my, I mean, not just in this group when I was doing this, like the Capitals, that's my favorite jersey. I think that just looks awesome. Like, I think that's, I think that looks super sweet. So I like the Capitals here. The Vegas thing, I feel like Vegas had a chance to do something fun. Like, yeah. who cares about the hockey? Hockey franchise came before. I, what? I, who cares? They could have just like done, I don't know, they could have done something super fun here and been like more Vegas of a jersey instead of this very boring thing because it's not just like stupid with the old team it's just boring yeah right they're so afraid to do like gambling references on their jerseys but i think like like rolling some dice or like blackjack cards on the front like that would be such a cool third jersey for them Mm -hmm. anything like you could have put like a i don't know you could have put like a pool and a dj on the back (laughs) you could have done something like you just could have done something more fun that just like screamed out Vegas. Yeah, like <laughs> anything. Like, gosh, you could have done something. But yeah, Vegas thought too hard on that one. Well, it'll be interesting to see what these look like when the teams actually wear them on the ice and yeah. see if like our opinions change at all. Yeah, absolutely. Are you going to run out and go get one? Any? No. 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 If it was. Well, I already have the jersey I want, and they didn't make it, right. so I'm just going to stay at home with my unique jersey and laugh at everybody that buys that stupid white one. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, boys, uh, let's get into what we're listening to. Let's do this right now. What are we listening to this week? It has been a very fun – it was a lot of music uh, being released this week, and – I am going to go with the first one because I talked about this uh, earlier in the show because of my Santa topic, Lil Nas X, Holiday. I like when people try to do different things with Christmas music. I do because we basically all only listen to five Christmas songs. That's it. Like a lot of people put out music and I like when somebody does something different. So um, Lil Nas X, Holiday, perfect for your, uh, you know, week before Thanksgiving or whatever. Nice. Okay. Uh, Yeah, that's a good one. That's a that's a really good one. Um, I'm going to go with maybe a more obvious pick for general public and people like that. But it's too good not to put on this playlist. Uh, Billie Eilish. Therefore, I am. Holy shit. This song's fantastic. Um, it's dark. It's a bass, you know, driven beat. And it's exactly what you'd expect from Billie Eilish that somehow she keeps getting better. She's still so young and early in her career. And there's so much pressure on her. But the fact that she still comes out with these phenomenal songs and doing things unlike anybody else is amazing. So it gets me super excited about what's next for her. Likely an album at some point in the first half of next year. Um, So therefore I am Billie Eilish. Amazing. Fun fact, that video, you both have been to that mall. (laughs) Oh, Yes. I'm about to look at that Eilish. another time to see to, to to notice that. I like that. Billie Eilish running around the Glendale Galleria, and you have both been to that mall. Fun fact. Awesome. <laughs> that is a fun fact. <laughs> yeah. That's two. That's two this episode. Yeah. I'm here for it. Billie Eilish and Cisco all in the same episode. <laughs> diversifying. Uh I put less than Jake on the playlist a couple of weeks ago, and they've released another song. Um, from their upcoming album. So I wanted to toss this on the playlist, uh, their song anytime and anywhere. I mean, just generally guys, if, if I get an opportunity where one of my favorite ska bands 
is actually producing new music, well, you bet your ass I'm putting it on the playlist and we're going to promote it. So uh, yeah, anytime and anywhere, Less Than Jake has another new song out and then I'm, uh, I'm liking what they're doing and I'm super excited that they're going to have a new album coming out. Nice. All right, well, uh, in the summer, I put Kelsey Ballerini's Hole in the Bottle on the playlist. Well, I'm putting this new version of Hole in the Bottle with Shania Twain on the playlist uh she just put this out it's got the goat on it shania and it's uh it's basically it's i mean you know basically the same song but it's shania singing the second verse and they're kind of talking over it and if you like hole in the bottle and if you like country music this version is just as good if not better than the regular version so hole in the bottle kelsey and uh shania twain it's funny you mentioned that dd i have a strong suspicion that we might be talking shania twain for now that's what i call brunch volume two just maybe it just sounds like that timeline am i right there that might be there might be a track there might be a track on there somewhere we'll we'll have to wait and see uh (laughs) next one up for me is from paris jackson yes that paris jackson as in the daughter of the king of pop uh she released i almost put this on last week um she released a song let down uh, the week leading up to her debut album coming out, came out this past week. Uh, the album's called wilted and uh, my favorite song on it. And the single that was off of it is called let down guys. I wasn't expecting this. I didn't know that she was attempting to be a musician, anything like that. Didn't hear anything. And all of a sudden I heard the song and I was like, Whoa, this is, she's, she, she could be the real deal here. Um, you're not gonna it's not gonna pop it's not it's not nothing like what michael's saying it's not even close um it's very soft she's got a beautiful voice it's the the, the songs are vocally driven um it's the it's the lyrics in her voice that leads every one of these songs and that music is just kind of in the background which is fantastic she's not she's trying to be uh really showcasing her voice which I was surprised how great it was because, again, I wasn't expecting this. Um, so I'm really excited to hear more, excited to dive into that album more. But Paris Jackson, Let Down. So check that out. Yeah. Um, this, <laughs> this may not be fair. I don't, I don't know if this like violates the rules of the playlist or not. Uh-oh. But you know what? It probably doesn't because I'm going to talk about a song about keeping a song on the playlist. And for God's sake, we've had Vin Diesel on the playlist for like three months. I don't know. Um, you need an exemption. Let's go. Get Re- the retro replacement last week was Trey songs. Say, ah, and then Didi sent the unplugged performance of that song to, uh, on the text message. And I had never heard that before. And it was awesome. I mean, it was so good. So I kind of want to take that and actually put the unplugged version on the playlist this week. If you guys will give me your blessing for that. If you weren't going to do it, I was going to. Because so. <laughs> <laughs> I had it written down here. I was like, if this isn't mentioned, I'm saying it. Yeah, because yep. when uh, I was looking up, because I always put the the songs on the songs from Spotify onto uh, onto Apple Music, so I can just like play it from my uh, house and um, yeah, from Apple TV. And when I was like looking for it, the Say uh, Unplugged came up, and I was like, oh my god, I completely forgot about this. And I just listened to that like nonstop because freaking like 
that band and the string section, the video, like I'm sure the video is on YouTube somewhere. You can watch it. It's, you know, it's amazing. Yeah. I'm happy I did that for you guys this week because it's great. All right. And uh, my last one here, Dempsey Hope, Roller Rink. I love this song. I interviewed this kid last week. I am a huge fan of this. Just the song's just a jam. Like that's the only way I can describe the song. Is it's just a vibe. It is a jam, and it's just a, he's literally just talking about roller rink and this girl, and it's just a very good song. And I don't want to say too much about it. I'm just gonna say Dempsey Hope, Roller Rink. That will be that will be someone's favorite song on the playlist this week. I don't know who, but it will be someone out there. Okay. Who loves that song? Nice. Like that. Uh, my last one is going to be from an artist that's been familiar to our playlist because she's probably my favorite, most favorite discovered artist in the last year, year and a half. Benny, my girl, Benny, finally released her debut full-length album called Hey You X, um, released just this past week. You've heard some of the songs before that I've put on. Super Lonely has been on there and everywhere on the radio. Snail put on earlier uh, in the summer, but the full length album finally came out. Just got a lot of great collaborations on here, including with Grimes boys. Yeah. Talk about a match made in heaven. Talk about it. Talk about it. Uh, but I'm going to put cool from the album on this playlist. It's spelled K O O L. Um, it's poppy. It's funky. It's a great uh, bass guitar line that kind of drives the song. Super catchy. Love this album. Uh, so cool from my girl, Benny to round up the playlist for me this week. <sighs> I th- Dan, <laughs> this is, uh, we were on a marshmallow streak and now I think we're on a funky streak with you. Funky, I think this baby. is, like the, this is <laughs> the third, funky weeks. this is the third or fourth episode where you've described a song as funky, I think, or like you called Halloween yeah. funky one episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's yeah. fair. We're like keeping it. that rolling. Yeah. Marshmallow's done. Funky's the new streak. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> funky is the phrase that pays this week on the brunch breakdown. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> In the, in the checkout. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my retro replacement song this week. Oh, uh, playlist last week. Didi, I love that Bryce Vine song. I had never heard yeah. that one either. Yeah. Um, and it's the the beginning of that song to me felt like it belongs in some type of movie. Like the yeah. way it just kind of instrumentally comes in. Like I feel like I could see like someone walking along in like an intro as a movie gets set up in the first scene or something like that. Yeah. I mean, no, that's the reason why the song was so good coming out of NFL games. That's how I heard it. Like I heard it just like, you know, watching the Fox and they just kept playing it into commercial every commercial break. And I was like, this song's sweet. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, Very good. Um, I'm going to put somebody, I, who knows this song could come up in our next uh, review of the now albums. I'm going to put mm. little Wayne on the playlist. Uh, Mrs. Officer. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. That no, could come up. No real reason other than I love that song. <laughs> it's just like good the beer. Enough. It's like, Dan, I, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason. I love it. I love it. And we will also have on the playlist this week uh, now songs as well. Some of our favorites from, I guess, our favorite albums or songs that we saw in the, for those first couple of decades. So we'll have a lot. The playlist is going to be huge this week. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I know a lot of people are going to be doing some traveling over the next couple of weeks and all that stuff. So this uh, this playlist is going to be very good for sure. 
for all for all of that. Well, boys, this has been another great brunch breakdown. Dan, tell everybody where they can find the brunch breakdown. Of course, absolutely. Uh, you can find the brunch breakdown anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Uh, like we say every week, that includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Not just those. It's anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Uh, if it's somewhere that you like that you can't find us, let us know. We'll find a way to get on there. And hit subscribe. Hit subscribe. Leave us a review. That helps us. That helps you. Get the episodes to you each and every week. Uh, be sure to follow us on our YouTube page as well where the full video episodes, we had a lot of visuals in this episode. This is a good one to watch. Unfortunately, if this is, if you're listening to it at the end, you probably want to go back and watch it now. <laughs> well, too late. It's uh, a great uh, point. We should, we should probably say that next time at the beginning. When you say at the beginning, right. I didn't even think yeah. of that. We need that yeah. disclaimer. <laughs> hey, 27 episodes in, we're finally going to put the, all the shout outs at the beginning. Smart. <laughs> go us. Why are we here? This is Where terrible. We'll get there. Uh, but for next time, learn that. Go to our YouTube page. <laughs> available on our Facebook page. Just search Brunch Breakdown. The full video episode premiere at noon Eastern every Wednesday. Uh, and follow us everywhere on social media at Brunch Breakdown. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Follow us. We follow you back. Share the love. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> what the hell have we been doing? Jesus. Well, anyways. Guys, this has been the Brunch Breakdown. (laughs) I'm TD, Chris, Dan. We are out of here. Talk to you guys next week. Peace.